upstairs studio. We have a really good episode planned because this episode isn't about us. Mm-hmm. It's about the listeners. Yeah. Who's who's ever listened to the Talk to People podcast anytime uh, throughout the past 50, 51 episodes, I guess, now of Talk to People podcast? And we just did the year in review Spotify wrapped, and it said that the Talk to People podcast was in the top five of several hundred people. Yeah. And it was the number one podcast for 60 different people. That's pretty crazy. That's so, pretty good. We are all about that action, all about that life. Uh, and we asked you all to send in some emails, send in some voicemails. So we'll make sure that we hit those. But I think that this episode, the past few episodes have been a bit different. Starting 2024, we're going to get back into the swing of things and have episodes dedicated towards the goal and the focus of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yet we wanted to use this holiday break as we're doing all of our travel to hit our for instance we had our celebration then we have our audience engagement and upcoming we're gonna have a cool episode yeah i got fun fun things planned i'm excited for once all of that wraps up then we're going to be getting into consistent getting guests back but also um seeing where 2024 goes Mm -hmm. so it was really cool to see from the beginning of 2023 to the end of 2023 how it's gone Mm -hmm. and now you know i I don't want to spoil the new year's episode but it is cool to imagine where it could go yes and all all the possibilities i mean like even just like the past year of podcasting that's pretty like pretty crazy it's a lot of fun um i know i wasn't there for most of it but like this this is insane though this is happening it is and you you got to hop in at around what number 40 yeah yeah so the last 20 percent which is pretty impressive because you've already made quite the mark and we have at the bottom right of our strategy whiteboard we have a hundredth mm-hmm. written down mm-hmm. because the goal is to be able to get 50 more mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like it's another year basically if you can get 50 in a year you get 50 next year right and 150 the year after like, and it grows. And, and it grows. And that's one of the things that I've been thinking about is it, it's it been important for me for this first year to hit one a week. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because I kind of made that commitment to myself. I want to make sure I do this for at least a year and have one a week the whole entire year. Yeah. And I think moving forward, I'm going to have a bit more freedom with the idea of Maybe, and I'm still trying to figure out what the best timeline is, but there's not as much pressure to hit one a week. Rather, the pressure is more of providing quality. Yeah. And this is something I'm learning with YouTube. It doesn't matter if you post on YouTube every week. It's not going to give you more if you post more. Like people are doing daily challenges and they'll post something new every day. That doesn't help their numbers. It matters if you're adding quality so some of our podcasts we just looked at a lot of the analytics with our podcast and a lot of the episodes that performed well you know it wasn't because we were shooting out a whole bunch it was because we had a little strategy with them right yeah so this will be that'll be a good change too um is 
thinking about, all right, well, what value can we add? Maybe having a bit more interaction with the listeners to understand what they want, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That could be good. Um, and I think also like, like you said, not only ask what they want, but also engage you with them, you know, being, because it's kind of like a conversation, not yeah. only conversation between people sitting here in the room, but conversation between people who are listening, people who are discovering you for the first time, it's a conversation and they can like, oh, that's a good point. And then like comment, be like, oh my God, I really love this point. Like talk more about that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, uh, the whole episode that we did about small talking, like everyone deals with small talk and people sent in questions about small talk. Like that was a beautiful episode, and I think that's right. why because people were engaging, not only just listening, but also commenting and being like, "I, I have a question about how to get past the awkwardness of small talk." Well, it's good. Let's talk about that. You know, let's do a whole. We could do a whole episode about that too. I mean, yeah. Any kind of questions or anything that people have, just you know, submit. We yeah. ask them. You can always shoot them in. Yeah. Right. So I have a few different. Let's hop in. I have a few different voice memos. Mm-hmm. We'll start with the first, and then we'll go from there. All right? Okay. Hey, Chris. I have to tell you about what happened recently after I read your article on connectivity versus loneliness. We were on vacation for a few weeks, and a family friend, they own a home in Hawaii, and so we were blessed with that. And we were at the beach and after I'd read your article, I really had my gears turning on the importance of talking to strangers. Okay. So Hawaii at a beach hmm. on vacation, thinking about talking to strangers. Yeah. I thought to myself, should I interject? Do I want to try and be like Theo Vaughn? I don't think I want to try and be like Theo Vaughn, but for some reason I still interjected. Yeah. <laughs> The, to the thing about talking about it, yeah. yeah, right. Well, it's interesting because, like, when I'm on vacation, I'm not thinking about other people, right? It's all me, me, me. You You're know, chilling. I'm chilling. I'm not like if someone's if they're a random stranger and they're also on vacation, cool. But I'm gonna do my own thing. But yeah. the but the fact that your words spoke to her and to think like she got her gears turning about going out to talk to someone while mm-hmm. on vacation, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. Yeah, that's influential. That's a really good point. So when this local approached us, I really forced myself to step outside of my comfort zone and and talk to this local gentleman. We ended up giving him our phone number, and a few days later, he called us and offered us some freshwater fish. And by freshwater fish, I mean saltwater fish that were fresh from the ocean. We met him in a public place, and he ended up giving us tons of different fish and Chris, it was not the kind of fish you get in Missouri or Kansas. It was true Hawaiian ocean saltwater fish. It was amazing. It tasted so good no matter how we cooked it. And uh, I think that's just such a testament to what you're doing with the podcast and and all the work that you're putting in um, on LinkedIn and writing these articles. So just uh, a thank you for, for putting this out in the world. Well, thank you to Angela mm-hmm. for sending that in. So they got some fish. They got some fish, freshwater fish from a local, a complete stranger than them. You know, that's pretty crazy. In Hawaii. Yeah. Wow. Talking okay. to people, going out there, talking to strangers. You know, I have some funny stories about things like that. Have you ever had a moment where you talked to a stranger and it went 
something <sighs> happened unexpected. An, a, a complete and utter stranger. Um, I mean, like, yeah, but it was also it was always in the confines of like at a new job, you know, a bunch of coworkers. They're strangers when you first meet them, or like school, a bunch of classmates that you don't know. So. Yes, but it was always in that kind of like bubble of school will work. So it was always I had something to talk about. And if like they were complete strangers, like say a new hire came in and like I, I've been there for a little while, there will be a complete new stranger. But I'll be like, how you doing? You know, right, like getting right, the conversation right. rolling. And now some of those are like my best friends. So it's yeah, I guess. So strangers. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great way to do conversation is use the excuse you have. For instance, we're working on our house right now. So mm-hmm. we just had an exterminator come over and then we had a plumber come over and we had someone move in a couch. Those were three different people. Mm-hmm. And with each person, I talked to them a little bit about what they do, but then I kind of transcended that. And it was, oh, how long have you been doing this? Is always one of the best questions to ask. Mm-hmm. Because then they'll tell you, oh, I've been doing it for three years. And you're like, oh, how, how have you liked it? What were you doing before this? Do you find it to be what you expected? All of these different questions. Mm-hmm. And that's really helped me. So using the excuse of, hey, come check out my house. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> then when they're here, you are talking to them more than that. Yeah. I'm sure some of them are like, I'm just going to look yeah. at your stuff. Yeah. I was here to do my job. You know, I think it, it also depends, like, yeah, the situation. If they're here to work kind of for you in an instance, it's kind of more, they're like, I, I need, I just want to get my job done. But some people, some people are like, oh, my gosh, this guy's, like, talking to me. Some people yes. are just like, they're oh, wow. Yeah, like, wow, thank you for talking to me. Most people just kind of, like, sit there and watch me do my job. Right. But I like a good engagement. I mean, audience engagement. Yeah. Everybody's engaging. <laughs> right. It's a conversation. It is a conversation. And... It's also a great point that you need to be able to recognize when people don't want to talk. <laughs> That's also true. You right. need to learn social cues or even not even just social cues, but understand when people's social battery is low. Because maybe this person has been working literally the past 12 hours and they come to your house. They're like, honestly, I don't want to talk. Everyone's been talking to me my whole my whole day. I prefer just to come here, get my job done and go home, you know? It's also take that like awareness to realize, oh, they don't want to talk to me right now. And that's fine. <laughs> All right. Let's see who we got here. You talk way too long. 120 seconds. We got to hurry up. Hey, Cor- this is Carita Santiago. Carita, go first. Hi. 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 We got to go fast because we over recorded so many times already. So it sounds like this is their what, third, fourth take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am still figuring out like the internet voicemail system mm-hmm. for the podcast website so thank you for recording several times y'all so i don't have a favorite episode and the reason why is because i think i took little golden nuggets from each and every single podcast that you have why are you giggling about golden nuggets <laughs> this is what happens when you get the two of us together and anyways i learned a lot from just each and every episode I got something from them. Okay, something. I'll give you the rest of time because you have, you're long winded. Okay, so Carista, <laughs> then Santiago. Yeah. Do you? It's funny enough. A weirdly question. Do you think that's how you and Annie are together? You guys like, you're like, how you doing? You know, stuff, stuff, stuff. You know, right, right, right. Or is it like, 
because you know that they're a married couple you're a married couple yeah it's definitely hard trying to figure out who goes when <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right who goes when yeah like we were even when we were doing our video to promote this voicemail engagement mm -hmm. remember how many times we sat here trying to figure out yeah it's true our turns and who goes when then it's like all right we're just going for it but one of the things i do really love about santiago and krista is that they keep stuff like this in yeah yeah rather than making it the perfect take yeah right it's so more much more relatable and i think regarding human relationships we can't relate to people who are perfect mm -hmm. so it's a good encouragement just to be yourself well and also i don't think anybody's perfect right they might have a they might put on a perfect persona but and all like on social media or something like that but they're not perfect mm -hmm. there's no yeah so they it's like that's marvel in that and mm -hmm. that's what they're really good at okay i like that. my favorite moment of the podcast is because my wife was in it because she's so amazing i love her wow. so and fun. then um and then also it's just the an eye-opener to how many people in different parts of their life they experience loneliness it's been like an eye-opener to it is a real thing is something that's out there and i you know i like all the the things that you've said about it and educators about it and and you know i really enjoy the podcast and just here for multiple point multiple points of view and how you know things work out but uh, i really appreciate it i look forward to seeing where it goes and this is 10 seconds this is pretty no we got 120 seconds that means that we still have 40 35 seconds right now okay signing out this is carista and santiago bye. love you guys bye wow that's wholesome that is wholesome <laughs> <laughs> They, he said, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Me too. And that is the cool part, seeing all of the different people in all the different stages of life. Yeah. And like we were, I mean, we talked a little bit about this earlier too, but like the different perspectives you have on this podcast, you have CEOs, you have, you know, people who are, you know, people off the streets or not off the streets, but like, you know, just like, you know, or like people from church, people from work, you know, and all this people, all these people from different aspects and different chapters in their lives coming here to talk about you know talking or or give insight or advice about talking to one another you know it's it's a good it's very educational like what santi said oftentimes that education comes whenever we're, we're not expecting it yes. and that that was a cool part is from these episodes there'd be one idea and then we end up taking another idea so we got an email okay oh yeah we got an email and it says dear chris and logan I'm glad you gave your podcast community the opportunity to be a part of this podcast episode. I enjoyed your conversation with Annie about how the podcast started and how it helps continuing and how it continues to help people understand the importance of sharing their lives with others. What makes me so proud is the success of the podcast, how it has encouraged all of us to listen and take the time to communicate with others. Your decision to go forward with the podcast is a generous gesture of teaching others the tips and techniques of being available to others in a world that is need of, in need of confidence of daily self-expression. Mm. I thank God for providing and increasing your resources as you move forward, giving your time and talents to the Talk to People podcast. Sincerely, my mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, a... mom. 
That's so cool. I didn't I didn't see that coming. That was what he said. And so like my mom. Yeah. I love you, mom. If you're listening, we both are very grateful for your kind words. Mm-hmm. And it's always nice to hear it from someone who knows you best. Yeah. Probably even more than you think you know yourself at times, right. you know. Sometimes my mom will call me out on things. I'm like, Wow, you're right. I do do that. Right. It's it's good to have I think that's the goal, right? Mm-hmm. Like self discovery is cool, but if you can have those people around you who can speak life into you, yeah. It's unbeatable, undefeated. And I think mothers do that best. You know, um, just how much like plus they have so many years on us in general. Because yeah. I don't know if you ever thought about this, but like you won't only know your parents for a fraction of their lives, but they know you for all of your life. What do they call that? The cradle. It's it's not a cradle to grave relationship. Oh, so like siblings are the only cradle to grave relationship on average. Uh huh. Because your kids. You know them from the cradle, but typically you don't see them to the grave because you die before them. Oh, yeah. And then your parents, you see them at the grave, but you don't see them at the cradle because they were born before you. Whoa. Yeah. But your That's siblings weird. are the only typically cradle to grave, which is crazy. Yeah. That's, I never heard that cradle to grave right. relationship. Okay. I got a text saying, uh, been watching your 50th episode today at work. It's been so fun to see your leap of faith pay off. Shout out to Katie Johnson, um, Trent Howard messaged in. Shout out to Fam Easy, Trent Howard. And he had mentioned, congrats on 50 that takes an extraordinary amount of commitment and consistency. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I think you show that best, your consistency to always post on Mondays. Um, always be like there in a sense they aren't ready with an episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't so they don't you don't know they don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but they see every day, every Monday, there's going to be a new episode. Right. Sometimes they know it, and sometimes they don't. And them not knowing for the next coming episodes are going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a surprise for everybody. But um, yeah, I think that's that's probably the best part about this whole like just your consistency and it's been like i don't know if i'd be sitting here if it weren't for you because this morning at&t was giving me a hassle and they took my joy i let them take my joy i was upset this morning and i had stuff i needed to do and i didn't get it done so then i had to rush and i wasn't feeling the most creative Yet still, it's like, okay, and I go to Oklahoma in a couple hours, and I'll be gone for several nights. So thinking about, oh, man, if I want to get something out, um, it's good to have accountability. Mm-hmm. And that's a really good reason to build a team yeah, um, because you have that. And not only just like not in like creative spaces like this, but in life too, having that accountable partner um, from when you're struggling, when you're failing, whatever, and having that somebody or even like a team, a group of people that you can go to and be like, hey, listen, um, I want to do this. I need you guys to hold me accountable or like I'm trying to stop doing this and you guys to hold me accountable um, and them being like, yeah, oh, yeah, well, we got you, you know, but I want the same thing for me in return. That if I'm struggling, we're going through something or if I want to do something, you need to hold me accountable for me to do that or to stop that, you know, yeah. in any aspect of life, I think. Right. 
the the beauty of building that relational net. Yes. And it's kind of like a force field too. It pushes us Mm -hmm. like the velocity superhero character. Yeah. 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 TBD. Okay. Here's another one. I absolutely love all of the episodes I've listened to, but my favorites have been the ones with Annie. (laughs) Um, I just feel like, you know, it's, it is very clear that you two uh, have so much like energy and, you know, obviously as a married couple, um, you talk a lot. And so you just have such a great um, presence with one another. And I just love listening to you both. It's, those are my favorite episodes. They always make me smile and I'm, I'm just obsessed. Uh, I, that is what I listen to when I need to feel happy and energized and excited. I'm like, okay, let me go re-listen to one of these episodes because I know it will put me in a good mood. Oh, that's also very wholesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. Also, thing like, I think most of any episodes where people, when you're talking to any people, are always engaging. You know, do you and her have some good chemistry together? Obviously, for you know, you guys are married, but like you guys also just good com- conversationists, both of you guys. So I think when you guys are in a room together talking about any subject, it's just going to be good, a good conversation to listen to. Yeah, and yeah, like RC. So the w- person who sent that in, Ray Celeste, she's one of the funniest people that I know. Oh yeah, and it's hilarious being able to hear that from her. Because she's also very good at having conversations and making people laugh and feeling included. So it it means a lot. I'm definitely spoiled with Annie. I always say she'd be a better podcast host than me. Yeah. <laughs> because her energy and her sentiment. But I don't have to compare. That's I say that just kind of because it can be easy to say something like that. Like, oh, you'd be better. No competition, but she'd be really good. Yeah. Yeah. And the, she did podcasts before I did. Really? Yeah. She did a podcast or did she just listen to podcasts before you did? She did a podcast. Really? Yeah. So somewhere out there, there's not many people know, but she did a podcast for an internship that she had for a healthcare company in North Carolina when she was living in Charlotte for a little bit. So she recorded two podcasts. I remember listening to one of them being like, whoa, Uh because her voice was professional. Yeah. She showed up ready to slay the day and she killed it. So is that when you realized you were a mayor here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. After I listened to the podcast, (laughs) I'm so grateful that she didn't mess up. Um, Yeah. No, she killed it, and her energy on the microphone's really good. We're going to have to explore at some point, because we officially have three cameras doing... I don't know I don't know how to do it. it. It'll take a lot of brainstorming, but how to get... I don't know, maybe on the couch somehow, but how to get two... Annie and I... Uh, and a guest. And a guest on. Yeah. Yeah. Be cool. Because I'd love to see how our energy works whenever someone else is in there with the purpose of bringing the guest in on the conversation. Yeah. 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 And I also feel like it's like it 
correct me if I'm wrong, but it's almost like working with your best friend, you know, yeah. like off and on and just been like talking with your best. Like it's, it's easy for me, especially for me to talk to my best friend, but like, you know, having that best friend be your wife, um, lifelong partner and being like, Hey, let's have a conversation. Oh, we can talk about anything now. Yeah, let's do it. You know, that's probably really cool to have. It is really cool to have. We were on a double date last night mm-hmm. and it was a funny experience because we were doing questions and it's so funny opening up to your significant other and then being able to listen to another couple open up to their significant other yeah yeah (laughs) double dates are really interesting we could do a whole episode about double dates or just dating in general yeah dating in general i feel like would be a fun topic dating would be a fun topic especially for people our age yeah, I mean, we're only what five years apart, or something like that. But like, still, mm-hmm. that our that time span of five years, I feel like it's such a right now it's such a pivotal moment between I think twenty one and like twenty nine. It's a pivotal moment in your whole life. That eight year gap, you don't know really what's going on. You know, where what you're doing or what you want to do. Unless you do, because if you do, awesome. Give me a call because I'm still figuring that out. But that's, I mean, that's such a big like life-changing moments right there because you're 23 about to be you're about to be 23 right so you're about to be jordan year jordan year Mm -hmm. and then when i was 23 that was five years ago which would be 2018 dang yeah so i had just graduated from university of central oklahoma i was living in north carolina that was a wild time. Yeah. Trying to figure all life out. And I'm still figuring life out, but I feel for being 23. I remember I wanted a Michael Jordan jersey so bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't have enough money to buy one. So I was looking around to borrow one from somebody, but I didn't really know that many people that much. So it was a futile effort. Yeah. <laughs> futile. So if you can get a Jordan jersey, then you've surpassed me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I struggled, but twenty three is a cool year. Twenty three is a great year. I'm, I weirdly enough, I'm looking forward to twenty five. Twenty five, because I feel like twenty five is also a pretty good like ah twenty five now. You know, like I know no one lives to a hundred typically, right. but it's like kind of a quarter life like moment for me. So twenty five, you are considered to be in your mid twenties. Yeah, that's right. Which is kind of crazy. 23, you're arguably mid-20s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. So you only have a little time left where you can say you're in your early 20s. <sighs> ah. Sorry, it made me feel weird. That's You're not wrong. <laughs> right. So Man. like, but you're, so, but you're in your late 20s. Right. <laughs> about to turn 30 right. in a couple years. So in my late 20s. But they say thirty is a new twenty, right? Yep. So, yeah, yeah. and I feel like, but every every like five years that jumps back, so they're going to be like, oh, forty is a new twenty, oh, fifty is a new twenty, <laughs> right. and then you're like, well, I am seventy five years old. I do not feel like twenty anymore. Right? We're getting our first jobs at forty years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, twenty eight has been a really interesting year. Uh, this year. Has been, you know how sometimes you look back on a year and you think, 
do I have enough to show for how I spent this year? Ooh. And sometimes it feels like you look back on your year and you think to yourself, dang, it doesn't seem like that much happened, mm -hmm. right? This is an exception to that because this past year, maybe it's due to the creation process because mm -hmm. the creation process is very cut and dry. If it's unequivocal that this thing didn't exist and now it does. So that testifies to how you spent your time. But there are some years where you look back and you're like, man, there's not that much, but there could be a, a ton that was done. You just don't have much to really show for it. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think I'm spending a lot of my time recently, probably with emotional yeah. um, development and navigation but I can't pull out a Spotify analytics sheet for that. <laughs> you true. know what I mean? Yeah. Like our, our 20, our like wrap ups on Spotify are pretty cool because right. you're like, oh, wow, I guess I forgot that I listened to this song way back at the beginning of the year. But I wish there was a way to kind of like wrap up your mind. Mm -hmm. Like if you go back at the beginning oh, of yeah, this. Like look at your growth. Yeah, look at your growth. Like, okay, so you grew in emotional, mm -hmm. you know, and then you like you grew in like physical strength or something like that. Like. I wish there was, I mean, there's probably in like a couple of hundred years with the technology we're developing, it could be like, yeah, you can look at your growth in your, your mindset, you know, what your thoughts were at the beginning of the year, where your thoughts are now, you know, what do you typically think about? But like, I feel like you can also just do that normally by yourself. Like, okay, at the beginning of the year, where was I? I was blah, blah, blah. I was doing blah, blah, blah. And now I'm here. Okay. So what changed you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, that makes me think about goal setting, how mm. it's so important to do that. Yes. And it, it would be really cool though, to look back and it says like your faith has grown this much, Ooh, yeah. right? Or your ability to communicate has grown this much, or the trust you've developed with your significant other has grown this much, or the love, your ability to express love to your parents has grown this much. That'd be super awesome. Yes. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about that, how awesome that would be if you just look back and just, wow, I've changed so much in a year. Mm -hmm. In 365 days, you can change drastically. I've, I'm also thinking about how family communication, there's a lot there. And that could potentially be a cool episode too, studying family. How to communicate to your family members. Yeah. Or the average or all the nuances with communicating to parents. And yeah. There's probably a lot of Oh, and you know what? The lack of I was talking to my friend about this, the lack of communication from parent to uh uh kid mm -hmm. from like literally just like either blood related or non blood related, but just like how there is kind of a lack of, and I feel like as we grow older, or I, I guess as the world grows older, everyone, there is a slow decline of like communication from parent to child in all aspects of life, you know, whether it be about like uh, how to communicate to strangers or how to like do uh, taxes or what is taxes and all this stuff. I feel like we're doing more and less and less of that talking to our kids. Um, says a guy without kids but yeah <laughs> just noticing no, no, no. that but you've you've 
met a lot of people who, and maybe you've been in the position to where maybe your parents didn't say something, or I know a lot of people to where our parents didn't say something. And I can think of one conversation in particular, like when people talk about the birds and the bees, how the parents need to give that conversation. Now, some parents will shy away from that because maybe they don't feel prepared. And that one instance of a conversation, not introducing it, gives that kid a deficit, right? Yeah. They, they don't. They have a deficit of that information, not able to understand it. And unless they get it elsewhere, then they won't be able to communicate it to their kids. Mm-hmm. So it's fascinating to think about how all of the time we spend in putting our social health first and improving our social health and our ability to talk to those around us and build healthy relationships mm. is going to help our kids. Yes. Yeah, because then we can talk to them and talk about subjects that may be difficult to talk about or exemplify what healthy relationships look like so that they can have that in their life. Yeah. So it goes beyond, you know, the LinkedIn connections or having people show up to your birthday party. Mm -hmm. It's an intergenerational thing. Yeah. And like, I think you are, or your parents are the first kind of things you imitate when you come out, uh, like when you were born, because you're with them 24 seven, you learn their mannerisms like that. So it's like how to implement good mannerisms not just in yourself, but then that that will bleed on to your kid, yeah. and being like, "Oh, okay, so my my dad does this. My dad shows real like high quality con, or he shows kindness in so many different ways. Like, let me imitate him and in, in the kindness that he is, and then you know, so forth, so forth. And then you started a whole new generation of kindness people, which is kind of crazy. Like, if you think that about it, crazy. how much power or how much influence you have on a kid." I guess it's with your own your own kid, but like yeah, they and it's just like it's a generational thing and so forth. Their kids, their kids, their kids, and it'll just keep going down. And so. it goes even further because I, by creating a third place mm-hmm. for people, am giving them an opportunity to show up to grow in relational skills that are going to affect their kids, mm-hmm. right? So. Not only does it go up and down, but it also goes outwards and then that can go down. Yeah, true, true, true. So it's like the tree roots, right? And all of that happens just because I made that decision or you make that decision to prioritize those human relationships and think about how could I be better at communicating my thoughts? How could I be better at promoting ideas that are going to improve this world? Mm -hmm. And then we can grow like a little tree. Yeah. Like and also, tree. I think it's also about like weird enough legacy. Cause you know, it's like you most likely won't see what your kid looks like when they're like 75, you know, but if you create a legacy for them, like for instance, this, the podcast is creating a legacy for your kids and then them watching it be like, Oh, this is how my dad emulates or this is how my mom emulates, you know, this kind of personality trait. And like building that kind of you know, planting that seed as taking taking the quote from Hamilton, legacy is planting a seed in a garden that you never get to see. Bang. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, I love banger. that line. Is that from the president? No, it's from Hamilton. 
I believe. Yeah, it's from Hamilton when he's at the end of his life, Lily. Oh, yeah. When Burr's about to shoot him. Spoiler, if you haven't seen Hamilton. Right. <laughs> it's been yeah. out for five years. You should go see it. Yeah, and also the story has been... <laughs> even before that right <laughs> i guess the, yeah the story of hamilton and the musical is not the first time we've heard the story of hamilton right but i feel like for a lot of people it it was <laughs> like for for me instance i never knew hamilton alexander hamilton existed before the musical you're like you just spoiled it and yeah. they're like dude it's in written history <laughs> go read a textbook my guy <laughs> right yeah yeah that's like, true it's not a spoiler it's just <laughs> information if you want but, it in a more like fun and musical kind of way go watch some like hamilton musical oh yeah but if you want to know the actual story go yeah. read <laughs> just google it yeah yeah well thank you shout out to the audience yeah we are so grateful we wow shout outs yeah <laughs> I mean, you got uh, all those people that sent in your mom, Santiago, Krista, um, Angela, Angela, yeah, Angela. Yep. All those guys. Thank you for submitting things. Thank you for watching and being a part of the po- Talk to People podcast. Um, it's been a crazy run this past year, but there's still more to come. But wait, there's more because it's not it's not over yet. And, you know, we got some fun things planned, not only for the end of this year. But for the next year, too, um, and what that all entails, like, you know, who knows? But who knows? John Cena does. Yes, he does. John Cena in the house. Okay, folks, shout out to those who send in the voicemails and the emails. Know that you can always send stuff in. Yeah. We are going to be encouraged by it. Sometimes there are moments where I'm like, uh, and to hear or to read something that stuck out to you or that's put an imprint on your life means a lot so thank you and as always i'll see you next time